Welcome, kings and queens, to One Sick Bee. I am your host, certified One Sick Bee. Here at One Sick Bee, we don't cry, we thrive, we don't whine, we whine. The definition of One Sick Bee is a strong individual that is faces or fights through unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life throws at you without warning, but you refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. But today, my kings and queens, I am so honored, so, so, so honored and blessed with the guest all the way from Nigeria, okay? All the way overseas. Her name is Precious. She is a lupus warrior. She's an inspiration to the lupus community. And boy, does she fight, she soar, and she is a diva. Welcome, Precious, to One Sick Beat. And thank you for allowing me to interview you on my podcast all the way over here in America. It is an honor and it is a delight to have you today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Yes. Well, let's get into it. First of all, over here in America, I don't know. Uh, it was crazy. Um, I was all right because I'm used to being in the house because I was sick, but people were going crazy and things are changing. <laughs> we're here in this new norm over there in Nigeria. What effects did it have? Did COVID have over there on you and uh, being in Nigeria? Wow. To be honest, that was literally the time I got diagnosed of lupus, right? So it was really sick for me. And a whole lot of things were just happening mentally at that point in time. So getting to get diagnosed, trying to figure out um, what this diagnosis was all about, the treatment, it was just crazy. And getting doctors, it was it was something else. Yeah. Well, this month is Lupus Awareness Month. And so I picked some kings and queens that I feel like are thriving abundantly and showcase the beauty of having lupus, but as well as being a human being. Remember, our autoimmune diseases are just a piece of us. It's not all of us. So, Precious, can you take me back to when you were diagnosed? And at that time, when you got diagnosed, did you look back and say, man, I think I did have lupus before. I just didn't know what was going on with my body. Please take me back to the moment that you got diagnosed with lupus. How did you feel and what was going on at the time? Okay, so now it's story time. So just sit back and relax, okay? <laughs> All right, so um, I got diagnosed around 2020 during the lockdown. It was a crazy period because... Most people were just all up and about like, oh, COVID this, COVID that. But for me, I started showing different symptoms like hair loss, um, oral and nasal sores, then um, joint discomfort. It was crazy for me, but I still didn't know what was wrong with me until um, around like September, September, October-ish, um, while I was having... Um, a section I was having classes at that point so I'm doing my master's I was having a class and I had a seizure episode I was crazy because I've not had a seizure episode like in almost a year and a half so that happened and 
before I knew it, I was in the hospital. I kept having seizures back to back to back. And I still didn't even know what was wrong. Now, with is, lupus when, part of, is seizures part of lupus? That's one thing I don't understand because I already had the seizure, right? Okay. Before lupus. So, but I know that seizure is like one of the side and like symptoms of lupus, but oh, I'm not sure if it's connected to lupus or not. So, okay. But I'm already taking medications for it. So, um, but we good. And that's the aspect. So things things are doing well there. Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but anyways, before I got diagnosed with lupus around 2020, prior to that, like around um 2013, uh, I got diagnosed with grave disease. Around 2014, I got a me done. So uh, we all know that Graves' disease is an autoimmune disease. So it's the same thing. Graves' disease is caused by your thyroid. It is yeah, a thyroid, thyroid disease. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So I had that going on, but I didn't think it was linked to lupus because um, I felt it was more genetic to me because um, my auntie, two of my auntie had it already, two of my cousins had it already. So I just thought it was more genetic than um, a lupus link. So so that was it. Then around 2021, man, it was terrible. I was going through it. My symptoms were skyrocketing. My eyes were swollen. I was bleeding from my lips. It was an intense moment for me because I couldn't even do shit. My fingers felt like, my fingers looked very terrible. Like it felt like something was eating it up. Like it was so terrible. Your girl was in pain, like serious pain. Until finally I met um, a dermatologist. So she was able to um, refer me to a rheumatologist. So when I got to see my doctor for the very first time, he felt sorry for me. He was like, girl, you have lupus. Well, we need to be sure what type of lupus you have. And if you have other autoimmune disease, so we know how to tackle all those things together. So I was like, yeah. okay. So we did all that. And apart from the grave disease, I had nothing else. So praise be to God. Yes. So, um. He started treating me, and luckily for me, most of those terrible symptoms tend to reduce, but not all of them. All right. So um, since then, I've been knitting up with him, taking my medications, trying to eat right, trying to exercise, trying to be in the right frame of mind. Um, but it's not easy, right? It's not really easy dealing with lupus and also trying to um also being in school at the same time schooling the stress of schooling is crazy um, trying to always get yeah it's too much because you have presentations you have assignments you have class work assessments a whole lot of thing that makes your your brain tend to walk a lot and yeah. You don't want to get to it like the lupus fogs, like the lupus brain fogs is a different thing. Because let me give you an instance of what happened one time. So I had a presentation. I was ready. Your girl was ready. I had everything all down. My notes 
what not you can think of. In my head, I already knew I was going to kill this shit. Like, I was literally going to kill it. But while I was presenting, the fogs kicked in. Mm, I couldn't remember. So I definitely understand with the MS. That was the reason, like I told you, I didn't even want to start the podcast because of the brain fog. And you know what Mm -hmm. you know. It was crazy because I couldn't remember shit. I couldn't articulate anything. But the fact that I had the notes, even with the notes, even if I read the notes, I still can't explain it. Mm-hmm. So what what oh it paused. It froze. It froze. Excuse the brief uh, synopsis, the little stop in the middle uh, of our interview. Uh, the network froze. So you were in the middle of saying that you were there, you were getting ready to do your presentation, you had the notes in front of you, but you still did, wasn't receiving it cognitively, it wasn't registering. So you start. Go ahead. Yeah. So the presentation started out well. I was doing great. So in the middle of it, I lost it. I just couldn't comprehend what I was saying. I couldn't remember anything. Like the words were there, but even though I read it out, I can't explain it. And they needed you to explain what you're saying. They needed you to own your own presentation, but I couldn't own it. But luckily for me, um, my lectures are quite understanding. So they understood all. It looks like whatever she's going through is kicking in now. So let's just give her a minute or give her another time or probably just know how we'll do it. So anyways, they, I was able to pass that, but it was good. But in general, like dealing with school, it's not easy. Anyone that you see that has lupus and the person is in school, you need to give them their flowers because... It ain't easy. It I ain't agree. Easy. I agree. I was getting my degree, and uh, during my degree, I had many flare-ups, many hospitalizations. Uh, I remember at one point losing my vision and uh, not being able to see and having vertigo for hours on a day for like three months straight where the room was just spinning, just spinning, 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 spinning. So I definitely give you your flowers, and I'm still going to give you your flowers because I think you're amazing. That's why we're doing this interview. Um, what are three tips that you would give to a lupus warrior? Okay. So the first tip is always educate yourself, right? This is a tip I'll give to any lupus warrior, both new or old warriors, right? That's been in the game. So always educate yourself, always um, research. Um, you need to understand your body. You need to know what causes your flares, what causes your triggers. Um, are you, you need to know when um, your medication isn't working for you, right? So, and you also need to know if there are like new medications out there that you need to try out. There. Sometimes your doctors might not even know about it. You have to be the one to let them know, okay, hey, um, I heard this is out. Do you think it would be right for me to try it, like for a clinical trial? And I'm like, oh, for real? Okay, no problem. Let's let's do this, right? So you need to educate yourself. 
um, join a support group. That's basic. You need to join a support group because the journey of having lupus is quite a lonely journey, right? So you need people that have almost the same kind of thing that you have to be around you because when you're around them, you just have this sense of um, hopefulness mm -hmm. and strength that mm -hmm. is being drawn. Like seeing them go through it and you're like, oh my goodness, I thought I had it worse, but you have it worse than I have and you're still pushing it. And seeing me, I'm just crying like a baby, right? So join a support group. It's It really helps a whole lot. It goes a long way. And um, always stay positive. Always stay positive. Never give up. All right. Don't let negativity like consume you. Like anything that is going to bring in that negativity, just pack it up. Like literally pack it up, pack it up and put it in the trash. I keep telling totally. people like pack it up, pack it up. Yeah. Put it in the trash. Don't way. Don't way. That's trash. Yeah, we, don't, we don't have to that. You yes. don't step in our boundaries. We don't need we all that negativity. We already got yeah. enough. We don't need that. I'm exactly. telling you. We, yeah. We don't really need that. So you need to prioritize yourself. Like, you don't need that at all. So always stay positive. Never give up. Because I feel like if if I've given up in life, I don't think I'll be here with you, girl. I don't think I'll be having this conversation with you at all. So just, like I said, um, educate yourself. Join a support group, always stay positive, never give up. Yeah. That's great. So I right. think that's basically three things. That's great. You named them. Yeah. They all that that did great. Something that uh I wanted to talk about uh is that here in America, um, we are lucky, fortunate, I call it blessed, that they will help us provide for pay for doctors and medication. Something that I learned about over there in Nigeria through Precious is that they don't have the, they're not fortunate enough to have that. Can you please explain how that's like uh, dealing with having an autoimmune disease, the insurance, having doctor's appointments and paying for prescriptions? Okay, so um, first of all, in Nigeria, we don't even have a neurophrometologist. Like basically we have like five major rheumatologists. Then the rest are just like upcoming rheumatologists. They're still trying to learn, right? And it's not easy because we don't have insurance. So we would literally pay for every single thing. The appointment, the drugs, we pay for it. We literally pay for everything. And it's crazy because the drugs are quite expensive, you know, because, um, like I said, it's it's an autoimmune disease. It's not something that is common. Like in Nigeria, like the four common illness in Nigeria, like when you tell people about it, they're like, oh, I, I get you. It's like malaria, typhoid, um, cancer. We all know cancer. So yeah, right. cancer and the, the sickle cell, um, sickle cell anemia. And then, yeah, so people, people know those four things like when you mention any of those four people are already like oh my goodness i'm so sorry try and take this medication but when you tell them you have 
lupus or you tell them you have an autoimmune disease, they look at you like, girl, what the fuck are you saying? Like, we don't get you. I'm like, okay, can you just like pick up your phone and surf the internet and just search? You would see what I'm talking about. So by the time they see it, they're like, wow, I'm so sorry you have to go through this. And um, for the whole like healthcare in general, like I would say the doctors are trying, even though they are not like so much, but they're trying their best to support and treat the patients well. But the issue is that we don't have enough resources to help with those treatments. So it's just it's just crazy. And I really wish the government could come to our aid and see that, okay, yeah, like people are suffering, like people are going through a lot and this disease is real. It's surreal because you know in Africa we can be traditional, diabolical sometimes. So when when you tell them something that's not like within their like their knowledge or they believe to think, oh, it's diabolical. Like oh my god, maybe they sent it from somewhere or something. I just have to explain to them this is clinically. Um, research that proved like this is real. This is not. This yeah. is not it's like that. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so all those things too can be can be a lot, and um, I really wish like the the government can can help us with that, like with insurance and everything, because. If you're not buoyant enough, like if you don't have enough funds, you won't be able to treat yourself. You know, lupus is an expensive sickness. I keep telling people they any think cancer is disease. Yeah. Any autoimmune disease, any any autoimmune disease, healthcare, any chronic illness is expensive. Uh, and yeah. that's the reason that we're that. It's so sad because even though no matter how expensive it is, sometimes the government does not understand. Um, I advocate for multiple sclerosis. And that's some of the things that we talk about, more money toward research, more money toward prescriptions. Um, and the fact yeah. that America acknowledges the diseases and that we're fortunate enough to have Medicare is a Medicare and Medicaid, which is government funded, uh, is a blessing. So you over there thriving with your autoimmune disease and being able to be fortunate enough to afford your prescriptions, to afford your appointments is a blessing. What yeah. three self-care tips do you have for somebody who's going through this autoimmune disease, going through lupus? Ooh, self-care tips. Yeah. Wow. What are three self-care tips that you can say that you would give? Okay. Um first of all, I think you should you should be able to relax, rest, relax, like be in a safe space. Right. Um, stress is one of the things that triggers uh the whole um our, our lupus symptoms, right? So you need to be in a safe space where you're much more relaxed. Uh, so I think you need to be able to relax, 
um, go for a spa treatment, you know, all those kind of things. Just, just put your whole body, like your physical body, let it be at rest. That when it comes to your mental health, like you just do something that just makes you happy. If it's watching Netflix and chills, you do that. If it's solving puzzles or playing game or watching the NBA or watching football, do that, right? So, yeah, then um, what else? Let me see. Hmm. Then exercise. Exercise. Exercise is one key thing. You need to always exercise to keep your body in shape and keep your mind going. Yeah, so as a lupus patient, like when people ask me like, are we meant to exercise? I'm like, yeah, we're allowed to exercise. If you research, you realize there are different types of exercise because most people think exercise is going to the gym and carrying a dumbbell and doing whatnot or going on the treadmill. I'm like, no, there are different types of exercise. You don't have to go to the gym. You can actually be in your house and exercise. How? You can just basically just raise your hands up or swing your hands or do something. You can, right. I was like, in fact, do you, I was like, do you know that dancing is an exercise? I was just getting ready to say that dancing right there. I was there. like, girl, dancing is an yes. exercise. And it feels Sometimes good. I it gives your endorphins. You're moving. You're smiling. You're <laughs> happy. You don't have to dance a particular way. You are free to just be yourself in the movement. Yeah. You don't have to be on beat, be have rhythm. You can just just feel the the beat the vibe just going through you and you're like okay we're, we're going there we're doing this yeah yes. i do that a lot i do that like because nowadays i can't really exercise as much as i used to because of how inflamed my joints are now so most times i try to dance and the more i dance i realize that um, I can't do some certain things. Like every day I, t I learn from the dancing, like, okay, girl, you can't do this anymore. You know, before they're like, oh, the 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 Megan strong knee. Before I had a strong knee, but now I don't get a strong knee. I, I can't do Megan shit anymore. Hey, I'm like, girl, I'm, hey, I'm out of luck. I don't have that anymore, baby. I don't have I don't do. I'm, I'm like, damn, girl, you're quite young. And you can't. I'm like, shit, I can stress myself, man. I'm like, nah. Oh, I understand it. I love uh, your energy and your positivity. Uh, you're always fun to talk to. This is the thing. Uh, we go through this. And you have created this beautiful page on Instagram. And you're explaining your lupus. You are being active and you're advocating what made you advocate for lupus without even knowing that you were advocating what made you speak up about it so um i would say um first of all my doctor i would always give a shout out to him he's he's the best because he supported me and he was the one that pushed me to start this whole advocacy thing when he told me about it, I'm like, girl, I don't I don't need this kind of stress, man. Like, what is this man saying? I'm like, if they need to learn about it, they should go online and search. Like, I don't have time for this. But he kept on talking to me like you have to 
because normally I have like a food blog. So he was like, you need to do this. You need to do this. So I started gradually. I First of all, I had to come out and let people know that I have lupus so they could relate to me. And I before I was thinking of not putting my face to it, but I'm like, nah. When when they see your face, they are more more at ease. They can relate to you. So I'm like, okay, my, I'm going to introduce myself to the world. That hey guys, my name is Precious, and I and So yes, I had to put a face to it and come out to the whole world and be like, I am precious and I have lupus. So um, coming out, it wasn't easy because I started trying to research more about lupus, not just the, the surface, but I had to start going deep into it to like know um, what, what and what we need to take, we need to avoid. Um, are there like new treatments? Like how can... We we get this treatments to Nigeria, yeah, for all the things. So I started reaching out to medical um, practitioners. But after that, I said, okay, do you know what, girl, as you're doing this, you need to start up like a live session where you invite um, doctors, like warriors, share their stories, not just um, lupus warriors, but autoimmune warriors to share their right. stories to give hope to other warriors out there because i noticed that um even when doctors tend to explain and educate us we listen right but people are too scared but when warriors come and share their stories you if there's this joy like it's empowerment to know you're yeah. not alone to know that you're yeah. not alone going through this by there's yourself. This, yeah, there's this like hope and positivity that comes with it. Like you're just ecstatic and you're like, yay. So most times when I have like warriors on my life, like I could see the vibe coming. Like it's always a vibe. Everybody's always vibing. But when I have doctors, everybody's like so serious. Like you would damn like I always feel so sad like I'm like okay like it's always very educated because you're always asking questions right of like course. clinical questions which is really good because um I can ask other old questions right yeah um, so most times when they ask I tend to listen to those questions and those answers and uh, at the end I end up posting my live session so most times I don't post my live sessions that day. Why? Because when I put on my caption, something about me is that I try to make my captions very relatable. Yes. Because not everybody has the time to watch like an hour yes. live. Yes. So I make like so my captions literally have a sum my caption is basically a summary of my whole life session that I've done. So when you read it, you know, okay, I I get it. Like I understand. I understand. Yeah. I understand. So I, I don't just put it out there like I'll be like, okay, yeah. Now nah, like so it. that's something 
about me. Like, I think almost everybody knows, like, you are always waiting when I have a live, you're like, I can't wait for Monday to come. I'm like, you people just chill, chill, chill. You yeah. love so, our um, love on social media. Yeah, so uh, doing it has been so good because it has opened like multiple doors and yes. I've been able to meet great people, mentors like you, girl. Thank you. Yeah, like I've been like, I'm so happy because I met you. You're just a wonderful soul. I keep telling people, you, you need to meet her. Man. You need to meet her. She is. She is crazy, but she is <laughs> just a wonderful person. Yeah. Yeah. And she she got my back. So don't try. Yeah. Don't try. I'm like, if you try anything with me, like Brandy's gonna come for you. She's <laughs> I'm coming yeah. for you. I'm coming for you, yeah. my girl. So, <laughs> yeah, no, so um, it's it's just been amazing because I've been able to put myself in other people's shoes and like imagine what you're going through. Cause I thought I had it bad, but seeing other people with what they're going through, like you, you see some people, they have like full autoimmune disease in one body. Oh my goodness, God. Oh my God, thank you. I'm so, so grateful for for the life you're giving to me. Like, even though I have to deal with this, but yes. I'm still, still alive that I, I can do some certain things. I'm not limited, like, and doing those things so i'm just like really grateful like um so far so good everything has been so so great like advocating yes has been has been a massive blessing like Girl. advocating i i it can be let me let in fact let me know oh. sugarcoat this for anyone oh, that yeah. wants it's, that it's hard it's hard yeah. work people don't understand it's it. hard it's work mentally yeah, it's hard physically. Mentally and physically, because we're ourselves on the line, and as well, we're also going through our own illness. So stepping yeah. up to the plate is very is why I have admiration. Is why I started this podcast to salute uh, the kings and queens like you who are stepping up and advocating. Can you give me? Uh, can you give my not me? Can you give the kings and queens listening? Uh, where what should the name of your Instagram page is? So if they want to look you up and start following, so they can feel supported and to understand. Um, from your perspective, uh, over there in Nigeria, can you please give the kings and queens? My favorite part is uh, certify you want sick B, but before I certify you want sick B, can you give my kings and queens uh, where you can, uh, where they can reach out to you and find you? Okay, so you can reach out to me on my Instagram. Uh, you can always send me a DM on my Instagram at um, precious underscore O-T, O-T-I, precious underscore O-T, O-T-I. Yes. yes, this is my favorite part of my podcast uh, when I get to certify USCP. So precious, um, I met you. You're all the way over there in Nigeria. Uh, as soon as I met you, we formed a sisterhood and a bond. You are an advocate. You are strong. You are fearless. You are getting your degree despite this chronic illness that tries to throw you in the background. And you're doing a hell of a job. And I love how you advocate and I love how you show yourself or face value, very authentic. The definition of one sick bee is a strong individual that faces or fights through unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life threw at you without warning, but you refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. I certify one sick bee, certify you, precious, 
I'm certified, guys. I am certified. <laughs> Kings and queens, until next time, thank you for listening to One Sick Beat. Life a couple times, but it's okay, you grown. Know you gotta read between the lines, but it's okay, you on it. Know you got some people in your life that's gonna make you want it. Know you got some people by your side when you look into their eyes. All you ever do is smile, cause they make you worth it. Already know this life ain't perfect, but you gotta work it. You got adapted to the pain, and you got used to hurting. And you're the one that's needed help, you used to offer service. You're not alone, not by yourself, now don't forget that. You're always fighting, always fighting for the get back. And you always trying, always grinding, and I'm with that. You're such a fighter, and you're straight. That's where your gifts at You know every day's a fight But every day you getting up and perform When you think there's nothing left You gotta know you got more Let's not forget that God sent the strongest soldiers to war like, God sent the strongest soldiers to war You know every day's a fight But every day you getting up to perform And when you think there's nothing left You gotta know you got more Let's not forget that God sent the strongest soldiers to war like, God sent the strongest soldiers to war